0: to the local earshot podcast i'm your host brad biggs i'm here with jonathan grissom how you doing man i'm good man we got a guest from across the country today uh we're still finishing up the all this pre-game and hooking up and stuff that we got to do but we're talking to a guy named andrew chris out of pittsburgh uh they got a hold of us uh his his representation mil got got a hold of us through email and uh kind of caught us off guard to be honest with you so we've uh been in contact with him and they they shot us this guy and uh i listened to uh, oh six seven songs i think he sent us and uh <clears throat> he's all he, he he's hard to categorize i guess that's something every artist aims aims to have described as you know obviously but uh every song is is very different man he's he's got a hip-hop on one on one song it's it's very uh almost almost a throwback to like the early 2000s hip-hop you know very on the beat high snare kind of stuff and so that's cool and then the next one's uh you know it's called jeep on the beach it's it's a very good smoking weed song that's what i'd say it is i'd say
1: that some of it has like that reggae sound. some of it has the the bluesy type stuff. Yeah, and then, yeah,
0: and almost a, a swing or big band sound. Like uh, he's he's very he jumps all over the place, so he's very interesting. Uh, so we're gonna talk to him, and uh, meeting starts here in a, I don't know what ten minutes. What is it? Yeah, about ten minutes. Yeah, so, yeah. <clears throat> so anyways, we're we're just cutting this intro and uh, stick with us. Uh, we got a pretty interesting uh, conversation with the guy. I don't I don't know much about him, and so it's. Be a good introduction for him to the Oklahoma City potential audiences, I guess, you know, coming from Pittsburgh. So uh, check him out and uh, let us know what you think. We got a guest in with us today, uh, Andrew Chris. Now, you're out of Pittsburgh, is that correct? Yes, sir. So what's the scene like in Pittsburgh?
2: Pittsburgh is a very well-rounded kind of city where anything you're interested in, there's probably someone that does it here, and you won't find too much of it. You won't find too little of it too. Um, it has like a, a small town feel, but there's still like a lot of bustling going around here. I love Pittsburgh so much. I grew up in Scranton. So when I moved out here, it was, there was a lot more things to do, you know, um, where are you, where
0: are you guys? We are in Norman, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma is really, uh, pretty diverse musically now. Um, mostly it's always known for our country and Western, you know, uh, second to nashville basically uh right but we uh, we have a a hell of a metal scene uh we got all we got music all over and it's been really interesting to see how it's really survived through covid the last couple years you know and and the underground scene it it kind of restructured but uh, it never really went away you know
2: right well i mean in the past God, maybe ten years in Pittsburgh, we've had so much restructuring because we had we had like Mac Miller and Wis Khalifa came out with Rostrom Records and then Rostrum left and they kinda left a hole here with this one company, Drusky, kinda like screwed us all over local acts. We would open for X, sell all tickets that they gave us, um, make zero dollars back. So they created a bubble here where all of these bands started playing like blues, hip hop, jazz, somewhere in between all three of those. So currently there are a lot of really good bands in Pittsburgh that are just here, like might have a weekender in Cleveland, might have a weekender in Philly or New York City or something like that. But it's that the, the whole ecosystem here is kind of finding its footing again. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for that reason, it's it's a good like little Petri dish at the moment.
0: That's one thing we've we've noticed <clears throat> throughout the, the whole, co- we call it the great COVID migration, is so much talent has been scattered all over, whether it's everything from your, your major acts to even local guys that are just trying out a new scene now that there's a void or a gathering of musicians or artists in one place. It's kind of interesting to see what's popping off nowadays.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, it's funny, especially like Los Angeles and New York City, seeing the types of people where they go, like, you had, like, the Texas group, you had the Idaho group, you had, like, the Midwestern group, and it's really interesting to, to see everyone kind of, like, find a new place, you know? Yeah. Like, I guess I could do this anywhere. Like- <laughs> well,
0: uh, I listened to a few of your, your tunes, and uh, I, I don't really know, maybe that's what a lot of artists... Uh, uh, like is to not be able to really be categorized you know i heard a lot of different influences from tune to tune and and uh it just kind of just took each song as its own little its own different composition it sounded like you had a lot of different influences involved there so like what's your musical background and and kind of where you get this kind of cajun boil of, of different influences from
2: well it's i'd say it's accidental um i started really on guitar I really wanted to learn, like, blues music, Eric Clapton, Jimi Hendrix, Led Zeppelin, um, Pink Floyd. All the greats, you
0: know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, all all the greats. Um, So I I started when I was uh, nine years old on guitar, slowly started to, like, play in bands here and there. Um, Had a drum set in my house that I started to learn how to play thanks to rock bands, um, keyboards here and there and stuff. But fast forward until high school, I was in, like, a blues rock trio more like black keys type stuff um and the drummer of the bands had a digital audio workstation reason and as soon as i found that i was like okay i don't need to wait for band members to practice to make stuff so i was sold from there um and around then i started to get more into hip hop um ever since then i've been trying to kind of blend those those two realms together but uh when I go to make a song, it it tends to kind of happen organically wherever I'll start on. So maybe like, like yesterday, for example, I arranged a song first and then did the drums and then just kind of did something over top. I've never really done that, but I like doing new things each time and I kind of just put things not without intention, but like organically what I think I want to add. And then I'll just go from there. Uh, I've been trying to come up with a name for a genre for years, but <laughs> I've kind of given oh, up. Oh, man, yeah. It, it,
0: <laughs> I, I, when I heard it, I, I said, well, this one's more on the rap side of things. It's, it's definitely got a, uh, it, it follows that snare drum. And then the very next song was, I went outside and I was smoking a joint to it. Uh, Jeep on the Beach is the name of that one. I thought, well, hell, that's that's a totally, that's a, almost a different, almost sounded like a completely different uh, Yeah group all together. Uh, it's interesting, man. I, um, so well, when did... it
2: comes to uh, a lot of it comes down to the collaborations too. Like Jeep on the Beach, that sounds more poppy from the the person that I collabed with on it, you know what I mean? And all throughout Studio Rat, right, I really wanted to make that a main thing like okay, this is what I made. Let me put the spotlight on you and like see what you bring to it. And a lot of like the uh, the parts that get more into hip hop, I purposely kind of let those spaces breathe because my friends that are like really good at vocals for hip hop, bring them in, see what they add to it and then like build it from there, you know?
0: Right. Well, that's very cool, man. So do you, how is this? Are you taking this on the road in any capacity? How is the scene, the live scene with where you guys are at? And if you do, how do you bring this to, to the, to the live arena? With all so with we, that with all those different yeah. hodgepodges of different influences thrown in there, uh, we play them very differently
2: when we play them live, more of like a a rock home base. Right. Um, so we 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 had a whole set list, literally like February of 2020. We we're about to play shows, and then <laughs> obviously yeah. the now.
0: world changed.
2: Um, but we uh, we yeah we've we've played some shows recently, and they are it's so nice because uh audiences are really receptive right now um but when we um when we play them it's usually like i'll play guitar we have a drummer and a bassist maybe like a a second guitarist sometimes or a keyboardist if if they're around but mostly we could just get it done with the trio um and we we really go for like the hard rock hit them fast um but also we, we're playing those songs, so um, there are parts where I can, like, kind of bleed into hip-hop a little bit, especially on the mic. But um, I love nothing more than playing lead guitar blues, so as like as much Guilty. as I can. Guilty. Yeah, <clears throat> even, yeah. Even if it's the most, like, straight hip-hop song, I will find a way just to turn it into, like, a rock jam where I could be like, all right, um, just vamp for a second. Let me just do yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works so well. Like, I love improv especially live um well, people, especially people seem to be open to uh kind of like free-form things since they're just excited to see people perform these days you know
0: yep yeah. yeah it's it uh it started opening up here i guess it really never went away locally but the bigger acts have started coming through probably uh, about four months ago um I I have no idea, really, kind of how it is anywhere else, other than what I hear from people on podcasts or whatever. And it was really interesting that that uh, uh, you're inter- you're represented by MIL. Is that correct? I MIT MIC MIC. M-I-C. 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 With, yeah. I'm sorry. Music industry
2: connected. Yeah. Yes, oh, no.
0: yes. They reached out, and and uh, we were just kind of interested that someone East Coast would even reach out. I mean, you know, most of our, most of who we cover are here locally. And, uh, so it was, it's just cool that we're hearing from you guys. And it's interesting to to hear that different kind of influences coming out of that. Sounds like you guys have almost your own little scene happening right now. If, uh, if this is the type of stuff that's coming out, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's again, it's unintentional that we're kind of stuck in this Petri dish, but, um, I think all of Pittsburgh is really looking to branch out and talk to these other scenes as well, um, which I, I don't, I don't know if that's just the Pittsburgh thing, but maybe I think we're, I think we're more inclined to reach out and say like someone in New York because they could find people. Um, but uh, especially just to, to get the name out there and try to get acts on the road and stuff like that. And just, to Meet new people that are in like similar, um, kind of climates as us, you know.
0: Well, if you were to catch yourself through our, our neck of the woods on a weekday, uh, if you were to go through Tulsa, you could draw a crowd just because, uh, if you're talking about a local crowd that supports uh, new music or <clears throat> experimental music, Tulsa is definitely the place to be, yeah. Huh. But, uh, Oklahoma City's, uh, it's kind of gone through cycles, you know, out here. We've we've had a uh, mostly country and then like in the early 2000s we had a couple of bands come out uh even in the 90s the Nixons were were out of Oklahoma we've always had a band in there but uh the electronic scene and the DJing stuff is only something I've only recently been exposed to but we do have a a little bit of a scene there too it's it's interesting to see and especially like I said after COVID and everything's been shaken up uh you know what's going to pop off so
1: I a mean, lot of the uh, lot of the bands that have been coming through have been from, like, Texas or Kansas
0: or other, I was other say, states yeah, in our region. about
2: you guys aren't far from, like, Austin, are you?
0: Uh, about a six-hour drive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah about three hours to Dallas, compared.
2: so. Yeah, that's, that's got to be a good scene, though. Do you guys get a lot of comedy in your neck Our of comedy
0: scene is booming. Uh, really? Our underground, we've had a couple of our, our local comedians on, and now they're, a couple of them are starting to get... Uh, some legs on national tours and yeah, our comedy scene is definitely starting to grow. We've had a couple, we had one club traditionally for years called the Looney bin. And now there's a couple more and uh, like Bricktown, And it's kind of like that. Neither one of them competes with each other because they both draw a different type of comedian. Right. And so it's really cool. You can just kind of go and pick whoever you want. And there's each, each club ha- has that type of show that you want to see. And it's just—I mean, COVID did interrupt it for a while, but it's come back, and and you know, people want it very, very badly. Do they want it? You know?
2: Yeah, that's that's what I've been missing is some comedy. I saw it a few shows recently, but that's kind of been on the DL here. I mean, we get some acts, like big name acts that come in nationally, but um, yeah, I was I was supposed to be down in Bonnaroo last weekend, but the, oh, the hurricane yeah. canceled it. I was <laughs> I was so sad, but. Uh, we we ended up going to Chicago instead, and like the the scene there seemed like it was kind of on the up and up too. Oh like yeah, I think a lot of these these medium sized places are starting to be like, okay, we don't have to go to L.A. or New York City or yeah, Houston to do this, you know? Yeah, so it's exciting for me, you know.
0: And and that's another thing that coming out of Oklahoma, a lot of these people that have kind of been around for years in these bands of. They're still doing the albums, and they're still promoting that way, but now that we're getting to where you can just kind of have your music out there, all you got to do is get people to check it out. That's the hard part. It is know. the hard part. And you know, like I said, we have a small audience here. I hope, hopefully we can get, get you exposed out here. We're going to plan on playing a few songs of yours. Do you have any uh, preferred, preferred listenings for the people, if you were to pick, pick a couple of your own tunes?
2: Uh, probably Fairview, because that just came out. I, I really like that one. It's more like a Mac to Marco vibe.
0: That would definitely put that up, man.
2: You play it right now? Yeah.
0: Fairview. Yeah, I
2: like that one a lot. Uh, going back to the, the collaboration thing, that one, I love when I make songs that are like 100% me, just because uh, it's easy, you know? Like, I I think I made the instrumental for that in like two hours or so, and then another day I wrote the lyrics and recorded in like another hour or two, and like mix, mastered, played drums, bass, synth, everything. Dang. Just by myself and it was so easy so easy just to like get it all done really fast
0: you know yeah man uh, unless you're prone to arguing with yourself which is what i'm not yeah. <laughs> my problem when it comes to songwriting but no that was it, it was cool it had a lot of like i was telling him uh, maybe you heard it it really kind of reminded me of the flow of a lot of that like 90s r&b uh, mm. that's the stuff that was out when i was just the way it it, it just was a smooth roll and i like i said it's it's almost like each one of your songs but you got to approach it almost like it's an entirely different composition into it of itself and I, I like that i like that it jumps around mm-hmm. <clears throat> so where does uh where does inspiration hit for that type of song versus like some of your rap stuff is it is it uh I don't know. Like, I, for instance, and in, in, for me, I'll just be strumming a guitar, and like a certain chords will fall together, and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool," and it just goes from there. Uh, mm-hmm. w- what's kind of your process, at least when when inspiration strikes? Anyways,
2: well, it, it's always different. That song in particular, um, I, I was listening to "Chamber of Reflection" by Mac DeMarco, and the slow drums hit me with the um, the synth on top, just doing like. A single note almost like arpeggio as the main kind of thing as like a hook if you will and then the vocals come in so I was like you know what let's toy around with the the synths um so I, I pulled up this modular synth I made it like all wavy with an LFO and stuff um just came up with some chords simple 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 chords um put the arpeggio on top went to the drum set and um then from there, I kind of just tweaked away until it was until it was done. But for th- for that, it was it was literally something as simple as like let's have a song where it has like slow, steady cement mixer mic- cement mixer drums and like a synth lead on top as the hook.
0: So do the lyrics come to you as anything meaningful, or is it more about just how the song kind of flows and puts off that feel?
2: Um a little bit of both. I've been trying to write lyrics with more intention and less words, um, to be like more singy, if you will. Um, but for, for that one in particular, I was trying to focus on like, um, when people are, whether it's music or business or whatever, when they're trying to do something and succeed at that, um, and they get kind of fed up with the lack of success, if you will. Um, mixed in with some sort of nostalgia of like yesteryear of people like what I I found all this footage for the music video of people in the 1950s, like showing what the like utopian future would look like and stuff. And I cut out each moment where they, they seemed like they were like unhappy or something with it. And a lot of the, um, the stuff for floating the song right before it was a similar kind of vibe. Like I always saw them as like, um, Uh, Twins almost, those two songs, because they're both kind of the same thing. But Floatin', I use the visuals for people trying to make flying machines and completely failing, which I thought just for some reason went perfectly with the lyrics. But um, to answer your question, I kind of... I tend to try to write lyrics to music rather than write write music to lyrics, Um, which I probably should do more of getting the lyrics first like oh here's a song let me try to do the music just the way my brain works like when i listen to a new album i'm the last person in the room to notice what the person just said i'll like hear it as a sounds but actually to like read it as a book lyrically that takes me like a few listens just because i'm i don't know i'm so inclined for the the music itself you know
0: yeah that's one thing i struggle with and i'm i'm kind of rediscovering uh songwriting and and how that i haven't been in an active band in so long and i'm kind of just kind of dicking around with it again and it's it's interesting how different parts of your you can almost feel different parts of your brain clicking on and off during the process and it's it's weird how some some words will flow through your head because of a melody and then it's other times a melody will flow through your head and there's no words to it. You just have to kind of mm-hmm. find something that'll work. And then yep. people hear it and they think it's the most profound thing. And it's like, man, if they only knew. <laughs> no, it's, so,
2: it's so funny you say that. Like, yeah. uh, if I'm trying to brainstorm lyrics and a melody, I'll put the song on really loud in this room and I have a bathroom over here that's tile. I'll go in there with voice memos and kind of just like sing stuff. And then I'll listen to the voice memo and I'll be like, okay, I know I was saying gibberish, but, like, what was I actually saying? And then I'll try to, like, translate those <laughs> into <Yeah>. real words.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. Hell, oh, man, that's awesome. I I, I dig it, man. Um, so, uh, do you have anything lined up as far as gigs, or or you kind of stand local until we figure out what the next move is with all this COVID, or or how's it yeah. looking for y'all?
2: We are playing October 7th as our next, like, big show at... Um, Steamworks outside of Pittsburgh I think it's called Steamworks let me, let me verify that. I've never been there before Steelworks or Steamworks 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 Steamworks, Steamworks Creative October 10th Steamworks Creative seems like a really cool uh, venue it's a little bit outside of the city so I'm, ex- I'm very excited for that
0: awesome man you guys got uh, like extended court touring maybe around the region or even deep into the country where we're at by any chance
2: we're, we're definitely trying to trying to move that way um i really want to try to find shows at least like within the five-hour range of pittsburgh like erie Cleveland, even detroit um we played in um I, I filled in with another band in new york right before the pandemic and like that's seven hours away i have family there so anywhere in that in that big yeah. circle I'm, I'm definitely looking but um Oklahoma would be definitely a trek to get all the oh. gear and drive down there oh boy but, I mean I'm definitely trying to I'm definitely trying to
0: well hell we know a couple of bookers out here we might just <clears throat> we'll definitely and they they've been on the show maybe we can
3: Sweet.
0: I don't know have your people talk to our people and maybe we can work something out <laughs> <laughs> no that's I cool I got a guy I got a guy awesome man <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, uh, who are some of the main players we'll give a shout out to, and then we'll, we'll uh, close this up with another tune.
2: Well, definitely go to On Tap TV YouTube. That's kind of like the central hub for a lot of our stuff. Um, I shameless plug. I have this series that anyone that listens to this would be interested in. That's like the history of music in the twenty or even just the history of music, mostly twenty first century, as told by the gear. So we start with, like, the invention of the pickup. We go through, like, amplifiers, all the different pedals and stuff. I'm kind of like a pedal junkie, so I did this just to kind of learn it myself, and I was sick of trying to explain it to all my friends, so I kind of made it as, like, this YouTube, almost, like, PowerPoint kind of thing. You'll love it. It's really interesting. Um, So that's called The Evolution of Fuzz. Check that out. Um, The Hazel effects. check him out on Spotify. You'll see his stuff on YouTube. Solid Colors is the bassist in the band. He also has really good stuff. Um, Dante with a period. D-A-N-T-E, period. He's about to release uh, his debut album. He's the drummer and also the vocalist on a lot of my tracks. Um, and we've also brought him out of retirement on the trumpet. But he's on bike. So. Nice. <laughs> Big moves. Hey, Big man. moves happening there. Hey. Um, shout out to Mike and Emily in particular, all the interns that are... That are helping. Um, and yeah, shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for having me on. This was a blast.
0: Hey, uh, yeah, back at you. And like, uh, MIC, a total pleasure dealing with them. Um, that's what I, we joked uh, back and forth. We're like, man, they actually really addressed us like we're professionals out here you know so uh no they seemed like awesome easy to deal with and super cool with setting this whole thing up and uh we'll get a couple of your tracks on and, and hopefully we can maybe get a little thing going out here for you
2: yeah no i'd love to yeah
0: all right man well thanks awesome. thanks for being with us and thanks for being on and uh maybe we'll catch up with you oh uh, maybe around the first of the year or whatever and see how things are going
2: sounds great thanks guys all right, all right
0: man. thank you thank you all right, y'all. That was our interview with Andrew Chris. He's out of Pittsburgh. He's an artist that uh, I don't know. What do you think, John? I, he he definitely has a lot of different influences and and applies them all over the place. Uh, so he's got a little bit of everything that everybody might like. He's a little bit of rap, a little bit of pop. He's even got some more. Uh, God, almost jazz. What would you think? What would you say? Yeah, I mean, he said he likes blues guitar and yeah, and
1: uh, likes that kind of music and. It looks like that he works pretty well with other artists to um kind of give them the sound that they're trying to work to get
0: yeah so. well, it's no secret. I'm a fan of the marijuanas, and uh this was a good song, I think to be uh in that state of mind on so uh let's we'll play this song and then we'll uh close it out for you guys. This is uh Jeep on the Beach by Andrew Chris.
4: Think about responsibilities Nothing like the summertime for possibilities Jumping to the ocean on a road or a coast I'll be over with the heady In a case of rockets rolling Riding in a Jeep on the freeway Beach to the east as a breezeway Beer in the back, in a back in a sack, that be half I've been getting raised through these Ray-Bans Head over heels. like I can stand extend Ride through the sand while I'm jet-lagged Pinot on a Porsche, that's a best friend, best, yeah, yeah Darius hold me up, for that cake stand Terrence, hold me up, that's my best man My boys pull me up when I'm down and out See the vision, I don't gotta doubt. So now we cruising on four or five freeway. Fuck what you said, why you gotta hate? Spite in your mouth tastes like lemonade. But that's okay, I'll make some lemonade. I don't wanna think about responsibilities. Nothing like the summertime for possibilities. Jumping into the ocean on a rope, on a coaster. I'll be over with the heady and a case of rockets rolling.
0: That was Jeep on the Beach. Andrew, Chris from Pittsburgh, y'all give him a shout out. Check his stuff out, and uh, hell, tell your friends. Thanks for listening, and uh, Jonathan's going to take us out.
1: All right, the uh, local earshot podcast runs on the value for value system that is time, talent, and treasure. We value everybody's time for listening. We know that there's over four million podcasts and counting right now, uh, so that's a hell of a lot of podcasts to listen to um and uh pretty sure everybody's listening to like every single show that exists so um Mm -hmm. and then uh talent if you're an artist you know i guess anywhere really i mean we can do uh remotes on the computer uh we do kind of like to do the in studio stuff it is a little more personal preferred um yeah it's preferred it's uh it it is nice to be able to bring people in studio we know that obviously as we grow um it probably take about maybe 10 years before we ever have a studio where you could actually have somebody sitting in there with us being flown in on our right. dime so uh but but i mean but yeah if, if, if they're like far away we, we definitely like to work on with them but if they're local we kind of prefer them to be in studio uh, just because you know we're all oklahomans here uh and then uh as for treasure if you want to donate to the podcast you can go to localearshot.com slash donate uh and uh yeah i'm still into the process of setting up like the subscription stuff that i was working on last week uh and so I'm, I'm planning on probably having that done i'll have a lot of free time because i'm leaving from the 18th to the 28th to uh, go to the louder and life tour yeah um i i broke down and got vaccinated so i didn't have to deal with all the damn tests they're gonna make us do so yes. uh you know whatever whatever works whatever gets you in the show i guess um but i'll tell you that if metallic cancels then i'm gonna be probably just as mad as everybody else inside the venue, and I'm not going to want to be there because they're probably going to th- burn the place to the ground. But, you know, whatever. You know, it <laughs> we'll, we'll, fun. <laughs> we'll be expecting a full
0: report on the on Loud and the Live. We're actually doubling up this week, folks, so uh, we're, while he's gone, he can just focus on that. So, uh, yeah, sorry I interrupted you. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah,
1: I mean, I'm, I'm excited to go to the show, and, uh, and yeah, we're trying to, we're, we're actually just trying to uh, make, like, um, multiple guests uh do a show before i leave so then we can double up these episodes and put them out in a way that um that basically still gives content and then while i'm gone i'm going to try to upload some stuff they do they are limited uh we might have like my portable uh, podcast equipment probably at the campsite that we're doing right out on the property or on the uh in the hotel that i'm in but the um the actual event center on the entries and stuff they uh they put down on the list that you can't have basically anything that records other than a phone so uh so basically i'm trying to take as many pictures as i can with my phone and stuff but i gotta make sure it's charged and yeah and, and all that stuff so that's yeah the fun part. well
0: i mean hey uh you're probably not going to regret that whole despite being as expensive as it is you're probably not going to regret the whole get in a room thing oh i know <laughs> i know no i mean like for me i mean <laughs> four hundred five hundred dollars
1: for a week like basically seven days and and I mean and and honestly I might have to add like two more to balance it out to like the 10 or whatever three days uh, but I mean but yeah I mean it's worth the money to have a hotel for to be sure. able to shower Fresh to, you know, water have a place where your clean clothes are like um not having to worry about that you all your stuff is actually secure in a building like like I like I, I know um all the big vents that I did in Colorado and uh, that I would go to and everything, that uh, I, I like, I haven't been to like any like huge huge festivals, but like it, just watching them from the outside looking in, I'm like I would definitely want to have a way to shower and clean up, yeah. and, and those campsites do not have the best shower, especially when you have that many people using the campsite. Yeah. So, um, so definitely looking forward to being able to use the hotel in that manner <laughs> so.
0: well me and my lady are going to shine down at the end of this month and we're thinking about doing cat fest it's cheap so it's 25 bucks and you dirty honey's playing and i'll really want to see them so we're thinking about it but i don't know. i mean i
1: like the zoo amp i mean if that's it's, where it's a cool at. place zoo amp, zoo amp theater has got a nice little thing going with the whole rocks and stuff i don't like that they don't allow uh in the big venues they don't allow chairs yeah like, like the will fold out chairs i don't understand that other than that people i guess because some of them are made out of metal and people beat people with chairs i don't
0: kind of depends on the bands that are playing the level of aggression in the crowd
1: yeah throw, throw a chair <laughs> at the
0: stage <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> is this an attitude era crowd or <laughs> all
1: right well uh yeah so that was episode uh what is it 20 29 so uh yeah uh go out and check out uh andrew uh andrew chris and um uh, we'll, uh, we'll actually probably just fade out into another song for this episode. And so I think I'm going to go with, um, his other one cause the other one's Fairview. His other, uh, new single is, is floating. Uh, I put that on the last episode, so I'm just going to fade out into that one. Um, yeah. Okay. Right, so that's what we're going to do. Bye guys. All right. Bye.
4: I never wait no more I don't know where it goes The time is way slow The moon takes so long I don't hurt about it And I got every single thing I think I know about it But she just move around it We talked for so long But we'll never make off oh. Whiskey bottle dripping like a boss for loros any day Sun doesn't reach my apartment Whiskey bottle dripping like a faucet I don't mind a couple of those rainy days Still in the waves, just floating Just floating till morning Closing Floating, floating Floating, floating, floating floating. Can I just fast forward?
3: My apartment, whiskey bottle dripping like a.